all things that we feel like God gives. That is not saying that God doesn't give. What I'm trying to say is almost 100% of the time, God gives true people. And that is why if God is going to move in a place, it is going to be through the people in that place. And if we... Even now, say recording. Disrespectful. Like, this is the Unfiltered Conversations. I'm your host, Yakira. And over here, we talk about all things young adults, from faith to lifestyle to relationships and career. Everyone gets a seat at the table. So grab a popcorn and enjoy. Dun, dun, dun. Hi guys, welcome to another episode of the Unfiltered Conversations. Uh, when else did you guys get a me alone episode? It's been a while, and so you know, there's no guest today. Let me just inform you beforehand. All right, but before we go into the nitty gritty of this episode, guys, first of all, I am your host, Yakira, as per usual. And um, I want to inform you that a lot of things are going to be changing or not changing per se, but we are going to be taking things a notch higher. And by a notch higher, I mean we are going to be becoming more serious. <laughs> oh my God. What I mean by becoming more serious is, you know, we're going to be rebranding, you know, taking things like social media and other things more seriously. Just so that, you know, this podcast can reach a lot more people and, you know, people can, like, jump on this um, moving train, okay? And so, this is me reminding you to please, please, it's big, I beg, I do not shako, say you see. Mm-hmm. So, please share with your friends, share with your family members. Don't worry, we are working on ensuring that everything is quality okay and um, as i'm talking right now i remember our first episode you know you guys i'm actually thinking of taking that episode down because we had a lot of issues right <laughs> oh my god like when i say a lot of issues i mean a lot of issues and honestly at that time i was just i just wanted to start to be honest and i do not regret starting okay i do regret starting but you know it just, I don't know. But then I don't think I'll delete it anyways because number one, I had a guest on the on the episode and, you know, um, the things that she said were actually, they really made a lot of sense. And so I do not want to delete it. I will keep it on just so that people can see where we've come from because we've actually come a very long way. And for that, I thank the Lord, to be honest. I thank the Lord for that. So yeah, guys. Um, we're going to be having a lot of rebranding, okay? And please watch out for that. When we drop Instagram page link, Edjo, 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 how many times did I beg you? <laughs> God, I beg. Anyways, I'm serious though. Please follow, right? Share, please, please. Okay, so just to remind you guys a little bit of what we do here. Just so that you know it makes sense that you you help this podcast reach more people, right? I am a believer in Christ Jesus, and I am a very young person. Well, I don't know, very young might be relative, that's your people's business, but I'm sure young. That is the point. And you know, I in my growth I am growing, right? But then I have, you know, seen that. There is a need for a lot of things affecting young people to be spoken about from the lens of God's word. And that is why this podcast was, you know, formed. And the thing about the what makes this podcast peculiar is, you know, in, I can as well just come and just talk and talk and talk. But, you know, having real life experiences to back things up always goes a very long way right honestly i have seen that myself having real life experiences when you know that somebody has gone through this exact same thing as you have it gives you the courage and the strength to push through 
and to just you know decide that you know what i'm not going to let anything in this world stop me from feeling my purpose from working in god's will for my life from being the best i can be i'm not going to allow gen z stop me i'm not going to allow you know this wave of social media and this wave of comparison stop me i'm going to accept god's plan i'm going to accept you know the example i see in jesus so that is the purpose for this podcast all right guys and um just because we are still on the matter of taking this podcast more seriously you guys are going to be having two episodes per month can somebody shout hallelujah <laughs> shout hallelujah <laughs> but really we're going to be having two episodes per month god a big it is because i have seen this because it's a lot but i am committing to showing up you know i feel like that's something else that she even comes to this podcast to talk about but don't worry you know as a lot leads us we'll just flow the spirit of god basically so um we're going to be having two episodes before we're having just one every month every last friday but it's going to be every second and fourth friday now and yeah i can't wait guys i can't wait to take this journey with you I also want to, you know, hear back from you on how your own journey in Christ has been as a young believer, just trying to navigate these confusing times. And it just seems like every single thing, every single like thing we hear, just like, you know, is just the opposite of what God's word says. And so it takes so much proactivity, so much, you know energy so much strength to just decide that you know what i'm going to live for christ and yeah i want i hope that this podcast is going to you know help well you when you see people just like you doing what you should be doing i hope it fuels you i hope it gives you the courage to get up and go okay so i'm done with that quite a bit long intro (laughs) And we are moving into the business of the day. So today, hmm, I'm going to be talking about a very, a very, I don't know, a very spot-on topic. And by spot-on, I mean it's something I am actively, you know, paving through, right? It's not as if there's ever going to be a time where we do need to obey God. But there are certain times in life where... um you saying yes to god is as important as you breathing and what i mean is that it can be so vital like the decision excuse me can be so vital that it will determine the course of your life and that is why you know that's why i said so that it's something that is so spot on for me but we're going to be looking at this uh of course i'm going to tell you guys like what have i've been going through regarding this what i have gone through what i am going through but you know we're gonna dive really deep into god's word to see you know what does the word actually say about this all right um because as believers we need to know that the word of god is our sure foundation right we know god through the lens of his word we know god through the lens of his word rightly divided and so whatever we're doing the word of god has to be of utmost importance to us in the word of god is what is supposed to even give us the way to look at our circumstances like even if something is happening to us it is from god's word we are supposed to know how to look at it the right perspective to have all right and that's the reason why we're going to be looking at both god's word and of course i'm going to share stories okay (laughs) don't worry a lot of stories okay not not a lot because i mean i don't want this podcast to be like very long but yeah it is what it is so um our topic is learning to say yes to god <laughs> this is such an important topic i don't even know how to like stress it but don't worry by the time i'm done you see why and you know you hopefully be able to see how you can you know get yourself to say yes to god and to be god's leading now um you as a believer i hope you know that you are alive unto god and what that means basically is that 
in the resurrection of Christ is life coming inside of you. That means when you place your faith in Christ Jesus, the life of Christ by the Spirit of God came into you, right? And so because of that, you are alive unto God. You are alive, but that life is unto God. That's why Colossians chapter 3 will tell us that our lives are hidden in Christ and Christ in God, right? And so, you know, we don't have any life outside of Jesus Christ. All right, I just want to clarify that. And so, because of that, because of that, if people are going to see God, they are going to be seeing God through you. What I mean is this. You know, in this world where everybody, um, you know, I think this was a question I also had, you know, before I came to understand the gospel and, you know, a lot of things that I understand now. You know, I asked, like, if there is a God, why is there so much evil in this world? You know, I actually got an answer. By the time I started learning, you know, uh, my pastor told me that that's because man has free will, right? God is not going to force us to do what he, you know, he wants us to do. Even if we knew that, you know, this particular part is evil, God is not going to force us. He can lead us. He will lead us because that's just the kind of good father he is. But... You know, God will not force us to do what we are supposed to do. That is true, but I, I have come to see that that is incomplete. The reason why there is so much evil in this world is, number one, because a lot of people are not, the light of the gospel has not shone on a lot of people yet. That's number one. Then number two, it is because the people of God have refused to show God to their world. And what I mean by that is, we tend to feel like, you know, God is going to do something, like God does things earthly, like, oh, God, you know, is in heaven and he just like dishes out miracles, dishes out signs and wonders, dishes out money, all the things that we feel like God gives. That is not saying that God doesn't give. What I'm trying to say is almost 100% of the time, God gives true people. And that is why, if God is going to move in a place, it is going to be through the people in that place. And if we are looking for the move of God in a particular place, it is because the people in whom God dwell have refused to move. I don't know if you get what I'm trying to say. What I'm trying to say is, the move of God really is the move of men. God moves when his people move, right? Many times, God works things true men and so if there are seasons where it's as if okay everything is just bad most of the time it's because the men involved are not doing anything about it and that is why it is so so important to say yes to the leading of god because just as i said before god is not going to operate outside of man you know the bible lets us know that god did not dwell in temples made with hands no, we are the temple of the living God. And so he now dwells in us. And if he dwells in us, then that means if people are going to see him, it's going to be true you and it's going to be true me. Do you get what I'm trying to say? So the argument I'm making right now is people are going to see the move of God through us. And if they're not seeing the move of God, it's because we have refused to obey God's leading. And that is why it is so important. Number one, because the lives of people are at stake. The futures of people are at stake. If you and I refuse to do what God will have us do, people will suffer. I repeat <laughs> for emphasis because this is a very serious matter. <laughs> if you and I refuse to obey God's leading, people will suffer. That's just it. Because there is nothing that God has ever done Nothing that God has ever done in this world that was not for the benefit of people. There is nothing. I, I want that to sink into your consciousness. There is nothing that God has ever done. There is nothing that God has ever said or commanded that was not for the benefit of people. If you look at it from the Old Testament, you see even the sacrifices that God was asking them to bring. It was so that people could have food to eat. You know, with even with Titan. 
titan as big as people carry it on their heads eh? the purpose for titan is so that men would give to other men not okay oh, let's bring our titan to the storehouse the needs god no go chop them all. because the bible lets us know that he needs nothing from us acts when he was telling um the people in athens about you know god because you know they had the um they had this statue something where they wrote oh to the unknown god and paul saw it and his spirit was stirred and then he went and was like you people don't know what you are doing basically <laughs> yeah that's what he said so he said you don't know the god that you are worshiping he i have come to reveal to you and so when he was say, speaking he said he told them that this god he doesn't need anything you can't there's nothing you can give him that he needs he exists outside of you for him to be god he has to be self-sufficient and so there is nothing that god needs from man everything that god will ask man to bring is for other men and that is the reason why at the end of the day every single thing that god will ask us to do is for men like us and if we refuse to do what god will have us do one way or the other, people will suffer. That's just one thing to like have at the back of my mind. Okay, I'm going to now start like saying, uh, I'm chipping my own edges. <laughs> like not be like say maybe precious is it? You know maybe she's an expert at these things. It's not true. Trust me, it's not true. Um, I have had to, well, let's say struggle or. <laughs> let's just say struggle shall struggle with you know the idea of obeying god you know whenever he like prompts me to do something because many times you know whatever you know many times the things i'll go ask you to do are things that you can't do by your own strength <laughs> and so just thinking about it it's going to be so daunting okay let me give like a very practical example so, uh, in 2021, you know, God asked me to start a blog where I used to write, you know, about, like, Christian content, basically. I got the leading, like, um, let's say I got the leading in April. I didn't implement it till September. Between April and September, the Holy Spirit was convincing me to obey. <laughs> no kidding or maybe between april and august he convicted my heart sent people to me the burden was so strong that it felt like if i don't do this thing i feel die obviously i won't die but it was just so strong on me i was getting confirmations all around and stuff but even with that trust me i still had to stay and pray well you know why because there is nothing that God will ask you to do that will not involve you laying yourself aside. There's nothing that God will ask you to do that will not involve you taking self-preservation away. So, um, at that time, I had to like really spend time praying about this instruction that God had given me. Because honestly, if it was just by you know how I was feeling, of course, God, you know, He reiterated it in my heart that okay, this is the path He wants me to take. You know, so he sent people to confirm it to me, and you know, I got multiple confirmations about it. So it wasn't like I didn't know what God wanted me to do. I knew very well, right? So um, first forward, I started it in September 2021. All right, but that's not even like the main gist, okay, guys? So in 2022, like I started blogging, started writing, but it was more or less more of my experiences. I now even started doing other things as well. You know putting just my own form of like my own writings on it and stuff um so and then in 2022 2022 um during the one year anniversary of the blog i got the leading to do something else i'm like i got the leading i just perceived that what i mean is i just perceived that this thing i should actually like do something else with it is as if god is leading me in his different path so i went ahead and you know did it but at that point i wasn't ready to be honest and i feel like at that time what i was supposed to have done was i was supposed to have continued praying about it 
feel god is actually you know ready and i am ready not god really me till i am actually ready to carry out god's plan at that time i didn't have the full picture of what god wanted me to do and i know that if i had a few picture at that time i probably would not have you know answered god <laughs> if that would make sense seriously i probably would not have answered because at that time i was going through quite a bit and so it was just like um if god should bring this kind of instruction to me i feel no answer you get that kind of thing so that's something that's another thing god knows our frailties he knows our he knows us you know even more than we know ourselves right and so we have to trust his timing when it comes to these things trust his timing trust his methods if he tells you oh this is the time that you you should start if he says tomorrow trust me the best time to start is tomorrow if he says start in the next five years the best time to start in the next five years is the next five years because this is someone that literally knows the end from the beginning and so he's the only one that can tell you how to work out his plan all right so because i wasn't working in step with the will of god and i wasn't i wasn't like in step with his timing i started it and it was a an epic feel not epic feel really i'm not going to lie i actually gained a bit of an experience but i wasn't just doing what god wanted me to do because it wasn't time yet so it felt like a waste of time in a sense but i still you know it was still okay but basically i said all of that to say that so this year you know after i already started doing my own thing this year at the beginning of the year i just had like the the i just felt like and i think that's something else i want to say um god always has a way of bringing his children back into his plan all right i will will explain better later but god always has a way of bringing his children back into his plan especially if you're someone that you already have like a stable devotional life if you're someone that takes prayer and study of the word seriously you won't lack leadings the only thing is you might not obey the leading of god but god is very willing to lead god is very willing to lead you know why because the harvest is plenty the harvest is plenty a lot of people have not heard the gospel a lot of people have not you know they don't know the love of god a lot of people have be, they believe a lot of things that are not coherent with god's you know what god will have them believe because god's will is for us to be stable and grounded in the truth and so a lot of people are not stable and grounded in the truth because they don't even know the truth at all do you get what i mean and so because of that um god needs us and so if you're someone that is actually given to growing in your christian work <laughs> it's not going to be it's not even going to you are the, you are the one that will be telling god that god i beg please let's just reduce this thing because there is so much work to be done right i'm sorry for the breaking transmission <laughs> okay so let me just continue my story so in the beginning of the year i i just like had the strong feeling to just spend time praying so i fasted my church was fasting that time so i joined and then you know a community i belonged to they were fasting i also joined i think it was like around two weeks so i joined and i just fasted and prayed and (laughs) the funny thing is like it felt like the whole of last year just as i said god used the whole of last year ending to prepare me so that by the time i asked god okay god how far what do you want us to do with this platform he just gave it to me straight like the day the day i was praying and i just got it like it just came to my mind i just said omo this is why god did not tell me since if you had told me this thing last year honestly speaking i probably would never have been able to pick it because i was so bothered by earthly things right and so because at that time i had you know gotten to the place where i had brought my flesh under to be able to actually hear god accurately you know i was able to discern that okay this is what god wanted me to do but the fact that god told me that to do so so, 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 did not mean that i did anything about it though hey jesus and let me now continue so you know i got instruction at the beginning of the year and I was like, oh, okay, praise God, hallelujah, you know, and the thing is, you know, God now also gave me, like, things that would happen, oh, this would happen, that would happen, and I was like, eh, oh, yeah, no, no, Allah, no problem, is it not, <laughs> it's not your vision, no, Allah, you get, so I was like, okay, no problem, you know, God, whatever you want to do, you know, do with my life what you want, and stuff like that, but trust me, I didn't lift a finger to do anything, and that's another thing as well right 
God cannot do anything if you don't cooperate with him. Okay? The fact that God sent you to do something does not mean that you don't have a part to play. He literally sent you. You are the one that will do it. Alright? Of course, you're going to be doing it by his strength. You're going to be doing it by his wisdom and by his leading. But you are going to have to get up from that bed and go. Alright? He's not going to, you know, assuming like a God could like just come to earth. You know, God, and, okay. Jesus has already come to the earth, you know, to pay the price for our sins and to give all of us life. Okay? He has come to conquer death. That was Jesus's role or the purpose for his own life, and he has accomplished it. Now he walks through us. You know, Paul would say that we are co-laborers, co-laborers with Christ Jesus. You know, Christ is still working now, but he no longer works like by himself because he's, you know, he's in at the right hand of God, but he's in us, and so he now works through us all right um there's this um there's this um what's going on this quote that you know jesus did we must tell it it is very very true you know christ has paid done his own part in the salvation story now it is required on each and every one of his children and the ones in whom he dwells in to now go out and do their own part do you understand and so that is the reason why our roles in bringing the gospel to men is as as important as you know the sacrifice of jesus because if men don't know about the sacrifice of christ they won't be able to receive it and it's going to be like his sacrifice was in vain because the truth of the matter is you know christ has been laid down as a propitiation for our sins and sins of the whole world not just you not just me for every single person every single person is saved by believing in the gospel and so it is required that we will take the gospel to the men it is required that we will tell of what Christ has done so that they can believe it and receive life inside of them, right? And that is the reason why, you know, God will not act outside of man, right? Everything that God is doing now, he's doing it through us. And that is why we need to be people that are proactive about the plans of God, right? If God tells you, okay, I want you to do this thing, of course, you're supposed to like, okay, God... You're supposed to be like, okay, God, how do you want me to do it? When do you want me to do it? And all. But don't just get those instructions for getting sick, right? We don't just get the instructions for getting sick. We get the instructions so that we can go out and actually make use of it. Like, we can go out and implement it, right? You know, the Bible tells us that it's God at work in us both to will and to do. As in, I think, Philippians. That God is at work in us both to will and to do of his good pleasure, right? But at the same time, we are going to have to get up and do and god is not going to act outside of our choices man has a choice to either say yes or say no to god even if god convicts a man about something like a thousand times if the man is not willing to get up and go nothing is going to happen all right and so that just brings me back to my story um i didn't do anything about it to be honest like i just got the instruction i was like oh praise god yay god wants to do this but i didn't see how it was possible you know i was already beginning to look at it in light of my own strength you know my schedule all things that i was doing in my life all the things that i had like that i just felt like i needed to like work on and so i was like oh my i don't, I don't think i have time or, and even the resources as well you know there were a lot of things that were not adding up and so you know i was just like okay now nah, no problem right and you know god also did not like disturb me about it too so we we're just living our lives you know being the ways that we are <laughs> i'm just kidding but really i wasn't doing anything about this instruction so um in april you know january came and went february came went march came went but in april for some reason um the would i say the burden just became a lot more stronger now we don't have to wait for god to burden us before we obey to be honest we don't have to wait for god the burden to be so strong as long as it is something that is going to end up affecting the spread of the gospel we are supposed to be men that are open to it you know you don't need to be convinced like god doesn't need to use like all the men in this world to convince you to say yes no 
because we are obedient children the bible tells us that we are obedient children it doesn't say we are going to be obedient no it says we are obedient children we are obedient children tempted by disobedience and so because of that we are supposed to be able to you know just do what god has said but then because we are still living in this body and we are surrounded by a lot of distractions we are surrounded by you know people giving us the narrative you know the narrative they feel like we should follow and so it takes intentional discipline intentional staying with the word of god to get your mind and body like in tune with god's plan and that's the reason why many times we have to spend too much time praying and we have precedence in scripture even jesus christ our example you know he he was to die on the cross but dying on the cross was not going to be beat it wasn't going to be easy it wasn't going to be a walk in the park and so christ had to pray you know in telling telling his disciples he told them you know watch and pray lest you fall into temptation the spirit is willing but the flesh is weak and that is the thing you know even if okay our spirit because our spirit man is born with christ jesus and so there is no default there is no default sorry what's default there is no defect that's what i wanted to say there is no defect in our spirit man our spirit man is completely like our spirit is just as god is we have the nature of god living inside of us and so our spirit is not hard for our spirit to accept the will of god to accept the word of god but you see for we you know (laughs) we that we are in this body we are going to have to be proactive if not we are going to find ourselves just vacillating and you know being carried away by the loss and the you know things that this world dictates to us all right and so that's the reason why even jesus christ had to you know pray he had to pray so that he would do what god would have him do right he had to pray for the disciples so that after he dies and he rises again they they will not come and be jonesing <laughs> they, they will not come and be saying ah we are too scared oh, we can't announce it no because jesus prayed for them and so that is how it is supposed to be in the local church we are supposed to be praying for each other that each one of us does the will of the father because the bible lets us know that you know we are all parts of one body christ is the head and we are all part members of the same body and we all have a part to play if any part is not playing like if any member is not doing his own part the body will suffer right and that is the reason why it's very important you know in our local churches that we spend time praying for our brothers and sisters in the faith that they do the will of god that they obey god's promises that they are given to you know the perfect the, um, the perfect will of god for their lives right and yeah just i don't know where did i how did i land here <laughs> God, I, mean, I don't remember what i was saying but um okay yeah i was giving my own story i'm sorry i'm just carrying you guys like back and forth honestly and as i'm speaking you know i'm giving like biblical precedence so that you can see that it's not just experiences we have examples the bible tells us that these things that were spoken to us are for our learning right so that you know um the things that happen to our fathers that's paul was telling them that the things that happen to our fathers are for our learning so that we will not repeat those same mistakes all right and so we have precedence in scripture so that we can know what to do know what not to do so that we can actually walk in you know in god's will for our lives basically so in april i you know, God is stronger, but to just do this thing and start something. I didn't know where to start from, if I was going to be honest. But gradually, in bits and pieces, the Lord was leading me, right? He was showing me, okay, you know, start from here. Then now do this one. Then now do that one. And that's another point as well. Because it is the work of God, He's the only one that can tell us how we have to do it. Of course, there are some things that, you know, we see... In the word of god clearly on how to do ministry all right the word of god is very clear on some things about ministry but when it comes to the specifics of your own assignment of your own assignment basically you know god is going to he might not give you the full picture but he's going to lead you in bits and pieces right god is not the god that will leave that will you know send you to do something and leave you no because at the end of the day 
you know, Paul was saying that he's not going to commend himself or, you know, seek to approve himself because at the end of the day, the approval comes from God, right? He also said in, you know, Second Corinthians that, um, I think Second Corinthians chapter three or so that these treasures are in earthen vessels, like these treasures are in clay vessels, so that at the end of the day, the glory will go to God and not to any man, all right? Because at the end of the day, it is God working through us. We are not working by our own strength. It, the things that God will send us to do are not things that are possible by our own strength, basically. They are not possible by our own strength or wisdom. And that is how it should be. Because we were created, you know, when God created us, He created us to walk in fellowship with him to have our lives you know stem from him you know because he's our foundation and so everything that we're doing comes out of him do you understand you know we are one with christ jesus there is no separation there is no demarcation between where you start and where god stops all right you are the extent not not even the extension you are the representation of god you know how you know if you are looking for a particular, let's say now, for example, you know, there's a president and there is like a vice president. And if you're looking for the president, there's times that the president would delegate the vice president to places so that as long as that vice president is there, the president is there. That is how it is with God as well. I know that's not a perfect example, trust me, because at the end of the day, there is no difference between God, like God and man are intertwined all right but then at the same time it's just like that like we have been sent as representatives of god to men right and at the end of the day everything we're supposed to do is supposed to be out from him everything we're supposed to do is supposed to be born from him all right so yeah let me just continue my story so that we can finally end it um so in april you know, as I said, I got the burden and I started doing some things. And I just realized that, um, this is something that God has sent me to do. It's not going to come with stress. You know, I've, you know, I think there's, there's just this, you know, maybe notion that people have that, okay, obeying God is maybe stressful or, you know, obeying God is pricey. <laughs> if there's anything that you have to give up to obey God, then that thing is your enemy in the first place. Do you understand me? That's what I'm trying to say. To disobey God is what is pricey. To obey God pays. Alright? To obey God pays more than anything else in this world. Because that is the only thing that is going to transcend this world. If you think about it, all the things that people people like seek for, all the things that people try to do, many of them will end in this world. You know, men, 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 people like man is trying to, you know, make such big innovations in tech, you know, do make money and all of that stuff. Not that they are bad, but the truth of the matter is this world is going to pass away. And many of these things that we hold in high esteem are not going to matter, right? Jesus is not going to care whether or not you had the biggest house or the biggest car or the biggest phone or whether or not you, you know, I don't know, maybe like conquer the world, whatever. No, what he's going to care about is whether or not you worked in God's will and in God's plan. All right, because that is what is going to transcend this world. That is the only thing that can have true and lasting impact on the hearts of men. All right, because at the end of the day, the reason why God created the world is so that all men can be reconciled unto him by Christ Jesus. That is the singular purpose of mankind, to belong to Christ. Okay, and that is the reason why God's plan, everything that God will ask you to do is going to be pointing to that. And another thing is, the fact that it's God's plan doesn't mean that you're going to blow. You know, there's this, I don't know, this, um, let's say mentality or just something that's going around that people feel like, oh, you can't fail because it's God's plan. Failure is not that the thing collapsed. Though. Failure is not that, or oh, maybe... I didn't like blow. I didn't reach much people. I was just in my own corner doing. That's not failure, please. Because I realized that a lot of concept, <laughs> concept clarification is needed in this day and time, bro. Because you just be thinking that oh, you and this person, you guys are saying the same thing. You don't know that this person, this person is not following you, right? Failure doesn't mean that you didn't make money from it. 
Failure doesn't mean that men did not recognize you. Failure doesn't mean that they didn't even succeeded in the eyes of men. Failure is that you didn't do what God sent you to do. That is what failure is. Failure is not, oh, maybe I, you know, maybe, you know, God sent me to start this business and the business did not fly. That's not failure. Of course, it's failure in the eyes of men. But what would have been failure is that you did not obey at all. All right. And that's another thing. That's another mindset we have to have as children of God. Our success is in the fact that we obey God. Of course, that doesn't mean that you should not labor. You know, because Paul will say, you know, I know that there is grace on my life, but I labored even much more than every single person so that I will not do as someone that is beating the air. Alright, I won't run as someone beating the air. I won't run as someone that, you know, is not even, nothing is working. I'm just, you know, doing it to, you know, fulfill all righteousness or something. No. Because we are doing it for people who do it well, we try our best, we give it our all because it is for lives, lives are at stake. But at the same time, that doesn't mean that we now begin to tie our self-worth, tie our, you know, tie our self-fulfillment to the, that thing becoming a big thing. No, not at all. Not at all. The fact that you are, the fact that you are showing up, that you are being consistent, that you are obeying, that is what is success. Not okay. Or maybe you, you, you know, people start acknowledging you. People started doing this, doing that. No. That is not success, all right? And that's why you see that when it comes to things like this, they are so anti, you know, the popular things that we hear, right? These things are so against the popular things that we hear. And that is the reason why if you are not someone that is giving to the word of God and having your mind transformed by the word, you just see yourself doing things that are not consistent. And you'll be wondering, like, how did I get here, right? How did I even, like who is this person and that's because and that's because you know we are in this world but we are not of this world all right we are not of this world we we were born of christ jesus and so we live for him all right and so as of right now trust me i don't have everything figured out in fact there are still some things that i am tempted to worry about because i don't see a way out but I, I, I have come to understand that ex- the times when I am worrying, those are the times that I am not working in the will of God. Yeah, the times when I worry, it is much more like it's much harder to even discern the the, the voice of God concerning things I'm anxious about, and that is because anxiety is not a fruit of the spirit. Anxiety is not an evidence that you're working in the spirit. No pieces. And so, the leading of the Spirit, the leading of God concerning the things that you have to do, they will thrive in it, like, when you let His peace guard your heart. Alright? And so, at the end of the day, you, know, you might be tempted to, oh, start thinking about it. Okay, ha, how will I do this? Or how will I do that? How will this one work out? How will this one work out? No, fam. That is not for you to think about. What your, your own role is to say, yes, sir, and get to work. And your own role is to walk in step with him so that whenever he has something to say to you, you are, you are, you are ready to receive it. Right? Um, and one thing I want to also add is all the leading that you are going to need for everything that God is going to have you do is already in your spirit. But because God knows that we are men and we can't handle so much information at once, is like we now begin to discern them when we need them. It's not that God is going to just tell you now that start this thing tomorrow. Uh-uh. Your spirit is one with the spirit of God. And so every information is already programmed into your spirit. But your mind is not going to discern it until you are actually ready for it. Another reason why leading comes from like from our minds is not, yes, so we might feel like, oh, it's from the spirit of God. But the spirit of God is going to minister to our minds. It's not ethereal. It's not like from... Yes, God, God speaks to people through audible voices. You know, God speaks to people in different ways. But the primary way God leads us is through the inward witness. And and the inward witness, many times, is just you feeling like doing something. Okay, I just have this strong nudge. I just have this strong perception to do something. And you just go ahead and do it. I said all that to say that I really want us to be people that follow the leading of God. I want us to be people that say yes to God. Like, 
that even if like no matter what it is that god will have you do you are open to do it because you have the right mindset you know that it's not that mm, yes you are the one that is doing it too but not be saying that you go really do i'm like that because it's god at working you both will learn to do and so your own role is to agree with god you know yes sir and he will continue leading you in the path that he wants you to go okay i don't want us to be people that live only for things that will perish in this world because i feel like that's the that's the greatest loss to be honest because you are going to live forever and so imagine you live forever but you have nothing to show like how does that make like that's not going to that's not a fulfilling life all right that is not a fulfilling life and the thing about it is the more you say yes to god the quicker you are able to discern when god wants you to do something like you know because our consciences our consciences um we have the ability to you know sear it yes we have the ability to see our consciences so that we can we can we can detect when god is leading us in a certain direction we can detect when you know we are supposed to do something and that is why the more you say yes to god the more you are open to obey the clearer the instructions become the clearer it becomes the clearer everything becomes basically and the quicker you are to discern what god will have you do you know this is this is a topic i would have even loved to speak about with someone else but i just hope you get what i'm saying i know people I know people that, of course, the process will not be easy, but they will tell you that the best thing they did for their lives is to obey God. Even with, with, with the small things, with the big things, every single time, obeying God pays. Obeying God always pays. Obeying God pays. There is nothing as fulfilling in this world as working in the will of God for your life. And so, please, I want you to commit to doing that you know i want you to commit to doing that and the beginning of coming to doing that committing to doing that rather is committing to your own spiritual goals this is not a, a, a this is not the podcast episode for spiritual goals we're going to talk about it but not in this episode but the beginning of that is grow committing to knowing god more committed to growing the things of god so that you are able to actually do things well let me just give this last point as I round up because I feel like if I continue talking, I feel talk to you tomorrow. <laughs> but the last my the last thing I want to say is um the, the reason why committing to your own spiritual growth is important and it will never not be important for you to be growing as a Christian is that if you don't commit to growing, even if you say yes to God, eh, you will just be adding problem upon problem and giving other people work to do i'll explain now you see how you know there are a lot of false teachings now that there are a lot of things in the body of christ that they don't align everybody's saying a different thing one of the primary reasons why this is so is because men of god some men of god do not have the discipline to sit down and study the word sit down and be taught so that they would be workmen that don't need to be ashamed you know the Bible tells us that you know um, Paul was telling Timothy that all Scripture is given by the inspiration of God and is profitable unto doctrine, for reproof, for instruction in righteousness, so that the man of God may be perfect and complete unto every good work. So the training that Timothy would have in the gospel in the gospel is what is going to help him to do ministry well, and it's the same thing for each and every one of us as well. If we are not people that are proactively given to growing in the faith, we are going to end up, even if we do what God have us doing, we are just going to end up adding work to other people, like giving other people work to do. And so it's much more important to do things effectively, to do things efficiently, than to do them. Of course, that does not mean that you should not start. If God is telling you to start, please start. But... Just the fact that, okay, we are ministers of the gospel, we are people that will speak God's word to people, should fuel us to be more studious, should fuel us to be people that are willing to, you know, are willing to labor and to grow. Because it is very important, all right? It is from the abundance of what you have that you will say. And if you end up saying things that mislead people, you are just going to be giving other people work to do. And so it's going to be like, oh, we're all going around and around in circles, right? And like, oh, nobody's being impacted. 
So it's very important that even as we seek to say yes to God and to do His will, we have to be given to growth as well. Like you have to, you have to be studious. If you're going to be minister of God, you have to be studious. And by minister of God, I don't mean a pastor, please. If you're someone that ministers anything from your spirit, then you're a minister of God. And by from your spirit, I mean if you minister from the place of, okay, I am now a child of God. By ministry, I mean serve. If you serve anyone, serve anyone in any way, you are a minister. Okay. And so... Please, it is more, it is very important that because our works are going to pass through fire. All right, our works are going to pass through fire. God is actually going to judge our works as ministers of God. All right, and so we don't want to do something that is not going to stand the test of the fire of God's word. And so we have to be people that are proactively given to growing, proactively given to you know the study of the word and to prayer, so that we can walk in step with God's leading. Yeah, guys, I think with that, I come to the end of this episode. I was already preaching, I know. <laughs> God damn it. But anyways, I hope you enjoyed this episode, honestly. Like, And I hope um, I was able to convince you <laughs> and not confuse you that being in God's will for your life is the best place that you can be. And it pays, all right. It pays. It pays. God is always willing to lead you, but then you have your heart has to be open to His instructions, and you have to show it by being actively involved in growing, in growing and growing the knowledge of Christ. So yeah, guys, I think uh, that's it for for this episode. I am really, really grateful to you for listening. Um, thank you so much for you know listening to the end. If you're listening to the end, you're such a darling and I love you so much. Thank you so much. And um, yeah, just, you know, let me know how this episode was for you. If, if this episode impacted you in any way, please reach out to me. I really would love to hear from you. I'd love to hear the things that God has asked you to do as well. Um, so that, you know, I can even hold you accountable to it. Trust me, I can do that for you. So just, you know, send me a, you can send me a message on instagram or send me an email or even even a reply like the question section of this podcast i would be so excited so so excited to hear from you i remember my, I, I will even give you a shout out as well because it's so important to me so yeah i thank you so much for listening don't forget to share seriously you know someone that you know maybe the person is struggling to you know follow god's plan for their lives or the person is just wondering how to go about it please send this um podcast episode to them so that they can also benefit from it as well and you know leave feedback 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 so yeah thank you so much for listening thank you so much for listening and have a wonderful 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 week and see you in the next episode bye